Uh. Hello, everybody. The day before Valentine's Day 2024 at 6.38 p.m. This is the Bum Ankles. We're talking sports. My name's Val Gravel. My name's Ray Gravel. Hi, I'm Larry Large. Uh, we, <laughs> like, like a podcast full of two single guys, we're going to record tomorrow, and then we thought better of it. Um, so we're coming to you tonight, and we've got so much to talk about, but I actually wanted to start with something because it's not going to be related to anything else we're going to talk to, and I just wanted to get it out of the way and move on because it was bananas and you guys didn't watch it so on last Thursday um, we've we've talked about him before Tiafimo Lopez the insane boxer the crying guy the crying guy he retired after his last match with the title or last fight and then he came out of retirement like a month later and, and scheduled this fight. And um, so he had like a, like a, the gimmick, it was in Vegas. It was in Vegas the same week as the Super Bowl. So there was a lot of crossover in the crowd. And uh, his, his, the gimmick for the match was he was the, the showman. Right. He's a <laughs> that was like, man. The, he was the, that was the whole idea is he was the showman. And um, so during the other fights, you know, because he shows up late, he's like, it really has become raw. Like an ESPN boxing pay-per-view has become raw. Like he showed up late, the camera went out to him. <laughs> the commentary spends the whole show talking about how he hasn't shown up yet. Yes. And, and Stone uh, Cold is not in the building, folks. We, uh, he has not arrived yet. So when Tiafimo rolls up, you know, he rolls up in the Escalade and he gets out in like a very expensive full body, except the mask, Deadpool outfit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In case you were in case you were confused, it is him. So he goes in, uh, you know, he gets changed. The next time we they cut back to him. They always have, they always, especially for the title fights, they always show the referee in the dressing room explaining the rules. It's a big part of boxing. It always happens. And uh, instead of Deadpool, he is still wearing a Disney-adjacent attire. He was wearing a red kimono um, from Mulan. Disney. No, from, like, Disneyland Japan. Oh, okay. And so it, like, has Mickeys and Minis and Goo in, like, gold leaf on it. Awesome. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> and again, a grown man that's about to go, like, beat someone up. And then... Ass. That wasn't like even... Rodman maneuver. Yeah, we've got one more costume change, because you will not... So, so... Finally, the first guy comes out very normal, like some rapper is rapping. He goes in the ring, very standard. Then Tiafimo comes out, and um, it's 
people from Vegas. It's stilt walkers. It's sword swallowers. It's <laughs> it's people like doing that weird handstand bend over thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. Doing yeah, like you, <laughs> unicyclists. Hereditary maneuver. Yeah. And and literally it's going and I was he, just gonna say that. The yeah, circus then, is in town. The circus is in town. And then so they're all out and then there's like coming out of the tunnel too. And then from the bum bum bun song, it transitions to and I only know this because of the they talked about it once on Chapo Trap House. They start playing like the big song from the Hugh Jackman P.T. Barnum musical. Okay. Okay. The Greatest Showman. Yeah. Yeah, the, the song from The Greatest Showman. And then he comes out dressed as P.T. Barnum. <laughs> and like, he likes musicals. I guess. Hell yeah. So, so then the match proceeds. It went 12. Like, it went to the scorecards. Um, a lot of times they say if it goes to scorecards, like, the safest way to go is, like, who looks worse. And uh, Teofimo, like, very clearly had lost the match. Okay? Like, he'd won a few rounds, but, like, the biggest blow he hit all night was, like, a headbutt. <laughs> so, like, it didn't count. Like... The other guy was just is just a better boxer and just could get away from him no matter what. And he won by decision, which was fun, like to the extent that like other boxers <laughs> were tweeting like this is insane. And so they 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 say his name. He starts weeping. Right. He's the crowd. Show. The crowd's booing loud. They are not happy. Bullshit. And then, so they gave him the mic and he says something I've never seen someone who's crying say before in my life which was you can suck a dick no homo <laughs> no homo <laughs> so I guess a trans woman's dick yeah so, so so then he goes on this rant and it's like 10 minutes long and the ins and it's like it was all there's like three threads that he would bounce between and one was that like no one is actually booing him two was that like there's no one in the world left for him to chant like no worthy opponents left three was the weirdest one, which was uh, he kept going back to saying there there are no races and that he wants to bring the world together into like a single world religion and and and, and lead us and lead us to like enlightenment and they literally there are no there are no races. No, no, we're, we're all, all human. human. Yeah, we're all, we're all human. one species. The Which Undertaker does not see color. color. Exactly. And for context, he kind of got... he When he retired, it was kind of because... He, and we talked about this on the show. 
He went on ESPN and said they were fixing fights against him because they like black people more. Well, so that's a, you know that's to go going from that within a year to saying there are no races is a big step. Um, yeah, I, I, I suppose. So the guy interviewing him physically just tries to walk away. <laughs> like it's going so long, and he like grabs him and brings him back. And and the only line I wrote down verbatim can share it with you is. And I'm quoting, it's like they said when they built the pyramids, uh, united we stand, divided we fall. That, that is what they said during the pyramids. Yeah, I remember that. I remember when they said that. <laughs> I remember when Abraham Lincoln said Um, And that's, that's our boxing mental health update. This man is not well. <laughs> This man's not well at all. These are not um, good people. Wow, that's all over the place. That's crazy. Well, that's why I wanted to talk about it, because it was like, really, I was watching with my friend, and we rewound it. Because we were like, talking about how it was bullshit, and then we kind of started hearing what he was saying, and we were like, what? <laughs> he, <laughs> wait a minute. Hold on, did he just say, <laughs> at the founding, at, like they said, when they built the pyramids? <laughs> I'm so confused about the greatest showman aspect of it. Well, he, he must it was cool. I mean, he must just like it because he I likes guess. he likes Disney stuff. And th- is that a Disney movie? I don't think so. I mean, hmm. maybe I don't. Who knows? Every, everything's affiliated with each other now. Yeah, because uh, Deadpool is Disney. So I wonder yeah. if he he comes out with Disney stuff all the time. So like I. I don't know. Yeah, I think oh, right. he, I think he thought like the 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 name the greatest showman was like sick. Sure. That's one of my favorite things is in that trailer when he tells the bearded lady he's like they don't understand you now, but in a hundred years they will. <laughs> and one, it's like he's saying that to a person he owns and keeps in a cake. <laughs> oh yeah, it's not. It does not. Uh... <laughs> It does not go into uh, the great detail of of everything that is going on with old PT. Two, it's debatable if they do a hundred years. Hence, oh, 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 yeah, also that, absolutely. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about the Minnesota Timberwolves, the number one team in the league. Um, number one defense. We're going all the way. We're never losing another game. Defense wins championships. Oh my god. So the uh I only really did I did do some background this episode, but I um I only really did the Clippers win and the Bucks win cuz I'd forget do we have another game between that and the last time we recorded? Oh, we've been recording in like 2 weeks. Um but well, I I guess I was thinking about it as post trade deadline. Right, you know, that was the reason we recorded yeah, last week. We we haven't talked about Monte Morris yet, right? Because okay. Monte Assisto. Uh, so we yeah, it's not the count of Monte assist to turnover ratio. It's the count of Monte Assisto. Mm-hmm. Um, Monte Morris, he he's only played like seven games this season. 
Yeah. Um, um so I guess yeah, on Detroit, so Right. Uh, so well I'm I'm just saying that he, like he might even just be rusty in addition to to excuse me, learning the team. But but so we played the Bucks. We won by what was that, twenty four? We kicked their butts. I didn't I, I so I didn't watch that game, so fill me in. Uh Dame didn't play, right? Dame and Middleton didn't play. So it was kinda like we I think we were just like smoking them by the twenty five by like the third quarter. It was just like, yeah, whatever. They, they, everybody looked good. Uh Monte didn't play. No. He so, didn't play until the Clippers game. Not not much to say on that front, of course. I don't really remember that much. I did see Malik Beasley went one for thirteen. Oh yeah, he was he was throwing him up. <laughs> Brutal. That's bad. He's he's making a lot of them this year for them. They have Pat Bev now. They picked Pat Bev up. That's probably a good move. Broken to the league by Pat Bev on his podcast. Love to see a good Pat Bev. He's a guy that should only play on good teams. Yeah, and he should only play 12 minutes a game. Uh, so yeah, Giannis got held to 17, but I think he got yanked early. Right, it was just kind of a throwaway game for Milwaukee, honestly. I didn't take too much from the victory. Thanasis was playing. Yeah, and he he, <laughs> he he is just running as hard as he Like, he's all over the place. He's, he's trying, awful. You know who he reminds he's, me of? He's is doing Mohammed. Ooh. Where he's just, like, playing really hard. Yeah, he's, 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 he's Shabazz Muhammad. Oh, I thought you said Asif Manbi, the actor. The daily, <laughs> former Daily Show correspondent? Yeah, the guy that was in Spider-Man 2. Asif. But no, uh, Shabazz. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is he Mr. Aziz? <laughs> yeah, Mr. Aziz. Okay, he's like, yeah. That... Go! Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I know what you're talking about. Mr. Yeah, that's it. No, Mr. I can do it, I promise. This is the thing we want to talk about. We kicked the shit out of the Clippers. Yeah. Yeah. And I did watch this game, so. Yeah. Um, Speak on it. So here's what, here's some things that jumped out at me. I feel like during the beginning of the year when when Jaden wasn't playing as well, uh, people would like post his stat lines, and they'd be like eleven points, one, and that was it. Yeah, he never gets mm-hmm. rebounds. And they were like, "This is unacceptable." And the the irony is that that is his exact stat line from last night, and he had a great game. He didn't play he, very much, right? I don't. Like, well, like, how many minutes did he get? I guess. I guess a lot of guys they. Because we were they pulled a lot of guys early. Uh, the minutes aren't exactly. Kawhi and Paul George were not happy to be defended by him. Um, Rudy, because the last time we beat the Clippers, they were like, "Oh, just wait till we have Zubots back." Yeah, they need Zubots. And he like immediately fouled out. 
Like, <laughs> um, he was pretty much done. He was done pretty quick. He, uh, but like, like th- this is also a, an indicator of how far we've come with Rudy. Is there is a sequence kind of late, or it was probably third quarter, um, where Rudy literally posted Kawhi up, like backed him down, turned around and dunked on his head. And I was like, sure, not win, bitch. Yeah, well, it was like when we traded. Thought that would ever happen. Yeah, he's not. No one was. No one was asking him to do that. Right. But last year, he didn't seem capable of doing anything. Yeah, offensively. Uh, they had the Clippers broadcast because it was uh, an NBA TV game. Um, and something the Clippers broadcast were talking about is, to their credit, they were talking about how good Rudy is, and. Uh, they just had like this package of of drives by Clipper Wings where they, they just sort of the ball away. <laughs> You're just like we're like no, mm-hmm. no. Yeah, they get to like the they get to like the the free throw free throw line and and just go you know, god damn it and you just pass it out just because he's there. Mm-hmm. He was really he had a really impressive game. He had went seventeen ten. Uh, we hit 40 points in the in the third quarter, and pretty much put it to bed. In the, or it's 40 points in the third quarter, and pretty much put it to bed. Then, yeah, it was 40 to 19. We outscored them. Jeez, that's the proof that this team's different, dude. It's that that's like the that's the stat that jumps out to me like more than anything else. It's it it's just proof that it's a different squad. It's because it's always been they collapse in the third quarter. Here's something crazy. Ant went one for eleven from three this game. Oh yeah, we won by twenty, and he banked it in. Well, he tried to do that on purpose. Yeah, he still had a good game because, especially in that third quarter, like a lot of that was just he was just running downhill on guys, mm-hmm. and he was creating a lot that way. He was um, perfect from two. He was, I think he was like 7 for 7 from 2 and 1 for 11 from 3. Uh, Kawhi ended the second uh, quarter with like two consecutive sick dunks. And then Ant <laughs> essentially got pulled because he hit two consecutive dunks. And that was like the end of the starters. Uh, that, oh, wow. he hit... Well, then that was the banker. He hit this sick dunk, hit a bank shot 3... Got a steal and another dunk, and then uh, Chris Finch, or and then Ed, they called the timeout and all the starters went out. So, yeah, get on out of there. It's done. Well, that's when, yeah, because the Clippers had like a twenty to six run or whatever in the second quarter. Yeah, and then they just never were we, even close after that. And then they couldn't get good shots. There was well, and they the good shots they got, they just like Westbrook maybe unsurprisingly. Um, Westbrook missed like three free throws. He missed an open three. I remember for sure. Westbrook. He's actually been good though this year. So. Yeah, he has been. I'd say Kawhi. I feel like Kawhi missed like six of his first eight shots. 
and then he got really hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, something I did note is that Harden was making all bitch. Yeah. Uh, however, big. he's just too big. However, mm-hmm. Naw, uh, to his credit, was sort of able to compensate in scoring because uh, he he was plus zero in his minutes, which you don't love to see. But uh, he did score fifteen on six for nine shooting, so he was not a total not a total loss. When you like to see that off your bench guy. Yeah, uh, being a net zero is perfectly fine from the bench, in my opinion. For sure. Uh, Monty Morris, we should mention, he that was his first game. Um, he was 5-2-2. Two, and two. He got a block. It was a sick, because uh, he got a block, and then the Clippers got the offensive rebound, and then Rudy blocked the second attempt. I was like, God, this seems good. Yeah, Monty Morris was plus 10 in 18 minutes off the bench. Um, which I only think is notable because I was kind of shocked he played 18 minutes on his first night. He's just happy to be out of Detroit. Yeah, something Dame Moore mentioned that I agree with is the team doesn't realize that Monty Morris can like make threes yet. Right. There, there were like several times where he was just wild and, like, jumping up and down. Uh, and they'll figure that out, but the fact of the matter is there's wide open to be had uh, on the Timberwolves, if you can make them. Um, and then the last thing I wanted to say for sure, like, the last note I... Oh, there's two things. I, I kept track of these two um, games, like, I... I I put Kyle Anderson's stats together for the two games because it's like 44 Uh minutes total. Um, And he is 13, 12, and 7 on 60% shooting in 44 minutes, and he's plus 20. Yeah. So I hope he's he's trending in the right direction. I mean, that'd be huge. I will say I am. I did pull up... uh... A highlight video, which I am looking at right now, um, and he and he and he's making some plays out here. Um, he he had a very funny one where they clearly just like gave him space, and he was like, "Okay, I can take like three steps forward and just catch this." He's like, "I can but, take at least an elbow jumper." Um. Oh, and and Nas. <sighs> he hit an open three. He finally took one and hit one. So there you go. That was nice. And it seems that every time. Um, Ant wants to get to the bucket. He's doing it with absolute ease. He is just <laughs> just weaving his way on in there. It's yeah, it's just like the thing that's standing out the most in watching the highlights. It's every time you see him break to the bucket, it's just like, yeah, I'm just kinda sidestep all these dudes and then here's the here's the dish. And they're too Easy. small they're too small to play rim defense. Yeah, he's he looks like he's he's just cooking them. And he can go up with confidence because there's probably a guy to get an offensive rebound. Yeah, he trusts he trusts the rebounding more for sure. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention because we kind of kill <laughs> we kind of kill Kyle Tyge on this show, insofar yes, as he ever comes up. But he he said something on the Jane Moore show that that struck me. He said it in a different context, but I think it's kind of true. And you see it in the Clipper game. 
But we're not really a team that hunts fouls. Like, we're not jumping into people as a team, generally. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, this is interesting, because I think... We and complain is, a lot about fouls. We complain a lot, but we don't... We don't do a lot of, like, the Chris Paul, like, get the guy on your hip and then stop short thing. Yeah. Right. The James Harden. Kyle Anderson does do a bit of that. But, um... And I think Ant is among the lead leader, league leaders in free throws. So I just think that's remarkable. Rudy gets fouled a lot, but he also gets fouled a lot and they don't call it. That's just because nobody likes him. Yeah. Yeah. He's also really big. That'll happen sometimes. The Clippers announcers did call him Rudy Gay, which I think is rude. Rudy Gay? Hey, is that Rudy Gay? <laughs> hey, is that Rudy Gay? Say it both ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? We have two... <laughs> Before the All-Star break, we have two Portland games. Okay. Both they on the say, road. But we do play bad against bad teams. They play tonight, right? They do, and Portland is resting five starters. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so the starters. <laughs> yeah, I could have said it like that. I could have said that, but I didn't. Do you think Chauncey Billups has smiled in it in like the last two years? I hope not. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. I mean, he's no Dustin Moore. Oh. Uh. Uh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Do we have anything no. else we want to say about the Timberwolves? They're bad. We're so back. It this was over the... there for a second, but we're yeah. Back. Like I, I do think we can't stress enough that the the Timberwolves took command of first place last night by winning a twenty, like a twenty-one point game on the road against like the two seed. So important. It's but- a great. It's it's being able to just sit here and like look forward to the rest of the season, mm-hmm. and like I can't I can't wait till we get near the end of the season when we're getting near playoff time. I'm just like, oh, give it to me now. I can't. Wait. It's it's gonna be exciting. I wonder like what thing. I feel like there's gonna be something in the second half at least, like, on a league level, that'll happen that we won't expect. But it is interesting because it just kind of feels like, especially in the West, that there's the four good teams, and then there's, like, four okay teams, and then there's just, like, garbage. We're at a weird weird point um, where we don't have, like, dominant franchises at least not right now it's it's just it's weird to look and see it's like the the wolves and the thunder and the clippers and the nuggets yeah as these top four teams in the west david stern is rolling over in his grave yeah (laughs) and i watched a celtics game the end of one uh i think before this the one that was before the super bowl Mm -hmm. and um 
again, they're like the best team in the league, and they did win that game. They won a Heat game. They won a game in Miami by like three when the Heat didn't start Jimmy. Terry Rozier and Caleb Martin left in the second inning or second quarter. (laughs) But like literally, we're facing bottom seven guys on the Heat rotation and one by three. And we're like, yeah, the Celtics. The Celtics lost to the Lakers at home with no LeBron or AD. Yeah, I mean, like, what is going on? What is going on? They should have lost to us without Rudy or Conley. They came close. They almost Duncan did. Robinson like got in in Jalen Brown's grill, and like basically it was like made him seem like a bitch. Duncan Robinson had Jalen shook. Like they got, he got teed up. Because what what happened was is they got like arm locked, and and the ref told them to play on. Yeah, just like keep going. And Jalen did this. You remember when uh, Kelly Olynyk ripped Kevin Love's yes. arm off of the socket? I sure. Do. Yes. Uh, Jalen Brown tried to do that to Duncan, and failed. He got teed up, which. Then got assessed during replay for a tech for a flagrant one, and then like during the free throws had to be separated from Duncan Robinson, and apparently after the game they had to be separated like in the tunnel. This uh, is a man who went to Williams College. In the last five minutes, like uh, there was uh, there was just like. Turn stupid turnovers and just like throwing it out of bounds and like falling down and shit. And it's like Jason Tatum's supposed to be like the, the you know one of the best players in the league. And like in crunch time, he he like took a three that hit the side of the backboard. You know. And Jalen Brown can't dribble with his left hand. No, yeah. he can't. God, they're so annoying. That's a what an annoying team. He's going to become the new Clay Thompson where he'll get hurt and then just like be miserable for 5 years. Poor Clay. That's not what I want. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying it could happen that way. So yeah, the All-Star breaks coming up. Ant Cat All-Stars uh Cat's doing the shooting challenge again. Mm-hmm. Is Ant doing skills challenge? Did I see that? I, I don't know. think so, yeah. It's interesting, because I don't... Do we want to switch to twin talk? Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm jonesing for baseball, dude. Pitchers and catchers are yeah. pirating their streams. I'm getting. I'm just getting it through my free T-Mobile MLB TV VPN combination. It sucks. I wish I didn't have to do it. Right. I was hopeful that maybe we wouldn't have to do this. In a real country, we wouldn't do this. Why? Just, I just have so many, I have so many questions about ways that they could do this. I don't know why there's not more of a, an option on MLB.com 
or MLB TV, why isn't there an option to have your local team? I think because they're legally not allowed to. That's so... God, it's so dumb. I think Tim Walls uh, should invoke imminent domain and and, uh, make, make Diamond Sports a public utility. Yeah, if the Twins were owned by the state... Like uh, the Packers. Could we stream them? <laughs> would, it, would it be on like a .gov site? <laughs> no, it, yeah, it would be like C-SPAN 7. It'd be on basic cable. Yeah, and you wouldn't... There'd be like no ads. Dude, this would rock. It would be just awesome. be... It would be Glenn, It would become like fire, like old PBS. Like Glenn Perkins is like smoking a cigarette, and he's like, "Good evening. Tonight we're going to be talking about spin rates." And joining me is Adam Wainwright. Adam. So I'm, it, it's going to be annoying because I think the Twins are going to be good this year. That's my uh, mm-hmm. that's my pot prediction. Twins are going to be really good. We're going to win a million games. 114 games. Whoa. I'm feeling low 90s. I'm going to say yeah, 90. That's also what I'm feeling, but like 93. I'm feeling 93. Yeah, I was. That's a good that, number. Yeah, that was my number two, so I'm going to say the Twins, the Bum Ankles official prediction is 92 and a half. Oh, I like 93 because you know how many losses that is. 69. It's 69. <laughs> All right, 93. <laughs> 93 it is I'm just That's... saying I'm, I'm repeating the mantra we're going to get 140 games out of Buxton a full oh. healthy season out of Royce Lewis oh. and Carlos Correa and then a full season of Julian mm-hmm. you know, no problem we're, we're going to be good Yep, we are going to be good so we've made um, even though everyone's mad all the time we have made some roster additions, uh, but we did get Carlos Santana, yes. who I would regard as a Donovan Solano upgrade in every way. Yes. Like, honestly, if they just replaced Donovan Solano with old Carlos Santana, that's pretty good. Because what? Yeah. He, what he, he can't, he's not a second baseman like Solano was, but he's a better first baseman and a better hitter. And Sano almost only played first base in DH. So. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that was that was his primary um, position. Right. And my my thought is is like a, a, no one is saying this, but obviously this is not MVP Carlos Santana. Nobody hit twenty three bombs last year. He did. Well, I was going to say that is like. Three and four seasons ago, he did have like a an OPS dip. I think into the high sevens. No, he was he was in the six hundreds for a couple seasons, and last season he got he bounced back to like seven eighty, which was above league average because OPSs are down. Yeah, so I'm just saying it's it, it's not like it's not like Josh Donaldson where we were like. Absolutely, we kind of knew we were getting the 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 two what toothpaste was left in the tube on that one. Um, I'm, I'm interested. He's the he's not going to be as good as Nelson Cruz because Nelson Cruz had a thousand OPS, but right. 
But if he could have like eight twenty, yeah, I'd be and play like a good oh, yeah. solid first base. He's a good first baseman. And also, I think he's an Hell intangible, yeah. intangibles guy. Like he's a he's a vet. Big yeah. games. He know he knows what it takes. I've seen him hit a grand slam. Yeah, I'll Taylor Rogers. <laughs> we were there. Uh, it hurt really bad. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> he is a guy that I'm glad I don't have to root against. He's uh he's almost oh, on yeah. the entire AL Central tour. Right. He played for Kansas City. And played Cleveland. Cleveland. And now us. It's three of the five. If we could just get Michael Brantley. Oh. He's retired. <laughs> I know. He's if he could be like our hitting young. coach. God damn. Well, I, I do, I pre- I do g- respect Michael Brantley. You're giving me playoff flashbacks. Yeah. To him hitting a bomb in, what, game four? Yeah, just like annoying as shit. Ugh. Ugh, we say this every time. I think safe to assume there's moves coming given the number of free agents that remain and the amount of things that need to be done. Cody Bellinger. Blake Snell. <laughs> no, that would that, be wild. That'd be nuts. <laughs> How about both? I can't believe Blake Snell has not been picked up. That's crazy. Well, I he, I think he's a isn't he a Scott Boris guy? Yeah, they're just trying to get the most money. I think can. yeah, I think all the Boris guys are. Boris has just been like his new move is to wait until pitchers and catchers have reported to even start negotiating. Well, last season. Cody Bellinger against a left-handed pitching had a 984 OPS in yeah. 160 at-bats. Sign him. Uh, someone signed Solaire. Yep, the Giants. The Giants, okay. Um, he's off the table. He's I off was, the board. I thought he had been involved in a domestic case, and that was not true. So That was in the text thread, so no one needs to know about that. Yeah. Also, no one needs to know that I told you to stop being so picky when you mentioned that. <laughs> Quit crying. Jeez, dude. This is where you throw in the uh, Yankee Messiah. Dude, did you guys see that, that Trevor Bauer went on Theo Vaughn's podcast? Yeah, no, I... I sent that to my Theo Vaughn fan friend, and I was like, "Pretty cool." I keep, uh, I keep seeing the video, and like the clickbait headline is like, "How Trevor Bauer became the most polarizing baseball player in the world." And I was like, I, yeah, by, "By like punching out an unconscious woman." <laughs> and look, he's a good baseball pitcher, and he seems like a big dickhead, and I don't yep. like him. I would not like rooting for him. I would. Not, I don't want to root for him at all. But I am saying, mentioned, and he's mentioned it. I do think it's it's kind of wild that Domingo Herman was like found guilty and is in the league. Yes, mm-hmm. he did it in front of the commissioner. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, like Trevor Bauer, bad 
bad person. And he really seems to be playing fast and loose with the whether or not he find, or considers himself guilty thing. Yeah. Like when he did that interview and he says he's never sex again. <laughs> because what? it's like, because it, he's like, well, because they get mad at you. <laughs> like it's yeah. too much of a, it's too much of a risk. <laughs> and it's like, well, you know what? If that's what you took away from whatever. <laughs> Sex is terrifying, and sex you never is, know when you're gonna. Sex is the most like, dangerous thing you can um, a straight man can have. I can't have sex anymore because you know, and he just throws up his arms and he goes, "Wait a minute." The implication. Yeah, I'm not. Oh, I've certainly given a woman back shots for the last time. <laughs> it's it's missionary and cowgirl, and that is. Uh, you know who he said that to? Uh, no. uh, Tony, Tony Laren. Oh, nice. That was on her show. Wow. I'm surprised he hasn't done Tucker yet. The Tuck. Did I hear? Did I hear someone say that that the bullpen is now ranked number one by some metric? We are projected to be number one in the AL. How did we do that? I don't know who any of these guys are. Well, so we still have Duran. That's a big He's part good. Uh, we have Brock Stewart. We have Griffin Jacks. Griffin Jack. Cody, Cody Funderburg. Caleb Thielbar. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so then the guys we traded for are Steven Okert. That's the guy we just got for uh, yep. Nick Gordon. Yep, Nick Gordon. Via Condios, bad man. Yep. Uh, fun, fun for the twins though. Liked him as a twin. Oh, Great. and apparently is like the world's nicest guy. Got COVID you know, really bad. Like seem, yeah, died from COVID. Yeah, it like fucked up his. It, it potentially like fucked up his playing career. It seemed like he was never gonna yeah. even make it to the major. League. So I mean, he went on a hell of a journey to get to where he's at. So I, I wish him wish him well. I was yeah, at apparently it gave, him, it gave him like like he got like uh, not irritable ba- like he got Crohn's disease from yeah, COVID. For like, yeah, yeah, he, he had like yeah. really bad digestive problems. I think before COVID, but then COVID fucked that up worse. And boy, I know a couple people with Crohn's disease, and it 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 does seem like it <laughs> uh, lessens ah, your enjoyment bro. of life. Oh, so the other guys. I was thinking, so Stephen Okert, he, uh, the last three seasons, he has, like, the same, uh, innings pitched in ERA as Thielbar and his 11 okay. pitcher. So okay. Like, if they, I assume if he pitches as he has pitched, you know, that's another good lefty in the bullpen, who has pretty neutral splits as well. You like to see that? So, uh, then there's Jay Jackson. He's like an okay. old, he's like 36 or 37. He was with the Blue Jays last year, and he was good, but he only pitched like 38 innings. Uh, and but he pitched in Japan like a couple years ago, uh, so that's like kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's the oh Topa? Who we got for Polanco? Yeah, like a two six ERA or whatever. There's another. There's one more uh, guy. 
Or maybe it was just those four. We right. mentioned Brock Brock Stewart, of course. Yes. We've got like we've we've got like a, a lot of guys that have pitched well last specifically last season. <laughs> Recently. Recently. So that's why the projections are so good. Like it's not like a sure thing that they'll be in the best. But like they could like if they're all like collectively just like pretty good. And if they end up just having like Varland as a bullpen guy or whatever, as we've talked about. Like it could be and and for on the real cheap too. Yeah, I was gonna say it does kind of feel like a like a fall V classic. So that's like not to say that we're rooting for the owners. Uh, I'm so pumped. I'm pumped they 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 balanced the checkbook. Good work, uh, fellas. Good but, job. Uh, Team look given, good. Given that they're not supposed to be spending any money because of the TV deal shit, they're putting together a pretty good, a pretty interesting bullpen. Where you can also just assume that like Duran is untouchable. Mm-hmm. So you know. Pretty sick. They're and really think, putting together a product that will make me consider buying cable just to save the hassle. And it's true in the sense that we say this every year. Uh, but if the team is healthy, they should rock. You know, like a top four of like Bucks, a healthy Buxton, Royce Lewis, Correa, mm-hmm. Julian. Uh, etc. Even just like those four guys. That's like enough to get a, you know, the Cleveland Indians to the fucking World Series in 2016. Right. You know. Especially when they get Cody Bellinger. You're right. If they just and get I'm... another right, another guy that can hit, they just mm-hmm. need like one more... I mean, everybody wants a right-handed... I mean, but obviously you'd take Cody Ballinger. Just like another well, yeah. right-handed guy that can hit some bombs. If he has a 900 right. OPS against lefties, I don't see what the problem is. Right. What do we... Can Can someone um, walk me through the starting rotation? Uh, what, are we, what are we looking at here? We got Pablo. Pablo. Lopez. We've got Joe Ryan. We've got Bailey Ober. We've got Chris Paddock. We've got Anthony DiSclefani. Hmm. And Louis well, I certainly like I certainly like another guy. Yeah, like another at least like as good as uh, Bailey Ober or better, basically. <laughs> like a Blake Snell type. <laughs> or Jordan Montgomery. Yeah, I take him. Maybe a Dylan Cease? Is he a free agent? I saw someone say he was, like, available. I think that might just be because the White Sox suck. They won't give him to us. Yeah, that that would be a weird thing for them to do. (laughs) So, I I would love Dylan Cease, don't get me wrong. Yeah, that'd be cool. I love I love a pitcher with a mustache. Pavano, 
the Alito up to? Oh, oh my are god. You good? Are you I don't good? know, dude. I don't they, I don't think I trust it. I was like I remember turning with his first start as a white sock against yeah. us. I just remember like I remember turning it off. I was like, Good God. We were just beating the shit out of him. Do you mean with the Guardians? Yes. Yeah, you mean was, was the Guardians the one? It was. It was the when Guardians. He was the Guardians. The... Yeah, we scored twenty runs off his ass. Yeah, was it was the Guardians because they had traded for all those guys, so we couldn't have them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they signed. They claimed him off waivers. Yeah, yeah. Because he, because he... <laughs> he was on the Angels briefly. Because the Angels picked up a bunch of guys and lost like ten games in a row, and then traded them all away. <laughs> They dumped. They dumped payroll. They they tried to oh. make a push for the playoffs and then completely fucked it up. It absolutely did not work. They just lost a million games in a row, and they're like, "Okay, never mind." We're... And then Shohei Otani tore his UCL or whatever. Oh, what did you see the Mets? The former Mets GM got a lifetime ban. Yeah, for like faking injuries and shit. <laughs> yes, sir. Goodbye. Well, he must have really fucked up because everyone does that. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, well, should we should we touch on the Super Bowl before we oh, get to wrestling? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, the the super the superb owl. Oh, was there oh, yeah. a sports ball on? Oh my god. Yeah, well, the highest rated television program in history, yes. Yeah, they beat MASH. Uh, wow. And it it was all to see that ad where that where Mark Mark Wahlberg's like, this guy's the real Jesus. And then the guy's like, oh, obviously I'm not the real Jesus. But let's spend some time with him now. Yeah, it was like a prayers app or something. Yeah, Hallow the prayers app. <laughs> it's like it's um it's like Peloton for praying. Like they have celebrity prayers, right? Which is weird because this is like a very Protestant concept to me, and and Mark Wahlberg's an Irish Catholic. <laughs> There's no accounting for taste. Um, he's a weird guy, and he does like to make money. Absolutely, more than Wall Burgers. Yeah. Um, yeah, very weird. Uh, the the you know number three for the Chiefs. Number um, four. Number four. Three for they won. Mahomes. Three for Mahomes, and then they beat the Vikings in Super Bowl five. Ah, uh, yes. Um, Just wiping it from memory, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't remember it. Um, no. So, I did sort of... I, I was... I'm never... I never root... For someone to get another Super Bowl victory, really. Mm-hmm. So I was, I, I had, uh, I was rooting for San Fran myself, but uh, I only saw the second half and to watch. 
Yeah, so I made the... I, I forgot that it was just on terrestrial TV, so I didn't watch, like, most of the first half. Uh-huh. And then I was like, oh, I can just watch it upstairs. <laughs> I forgot that the Super Bowl is nationally televised. I sure did. That is easily <laughs> accessible. Uh, did you see the halftime show? I did I see saw, the halftime I saw all of it. Um, hmm. What, what did you think? think? Of the halftime uh, show? Yeah. We're starting with the halftime show. I rarely nope. have I rarely have opinions on the halftime show to be honest. And this was kind of the, the same. Where I'm kinda of like, okay. Like I watched it. I'm not a huge Usher guy. Usher yeah. was like, felt up you felt up Alicia Keys. Yeah. Yeah. I, that. I was pumped um, to see Little God and Ludicrous. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that little guy, the little bald guy? Oh, I don't know. I heard somebody talking about it though. Um, people were like, "Oh, nice, he's there." <laughs> well, it's like I recognize Lil John and, Lewis, but not that guy. I like that they did like a couple bars of "Turn Down for What." It's like a transition. That famous Usher song. Yeah, they just had like Lil John just do "Turn Down for What." Um, I was sort of struck by how many of Usher's songs don't sound very good at the Super Bowl. He was uh, he he was doing some crooning for some reason. Well, yeah, it's like Confessions Part 2 is like is like a song to like make out laying down to. Yeah, there was like the disclaimer at the beginning about how this might like ruin some relationships. He got when married I... too that day. Usher. Oh, sure. Yeah. He also like kind of felt up. Oh, I already mentioned he felt up Alicia. Yeah. Keys. I just saw that screenshot a lot. Uh, I was very happy for I Alicia Keys. <laughs> I have to kill him. Uh, I was very excited that Alicia Keys is broke on her first note. Yeah, that's um. Tough. Honestly, like. I know Usher has more hits than that, but they should have just done yeah, just all the way through. Yeah, yeah. Because like that's yeah, that's like the only hype up song he's got. That's kind of, that was kind of my thing. I was like trying to wonder what bangers he had. Well, this is the thing: is like when they send, if they call the Rolling Stones, the Rolling Stones know exactly what they're supposed to play. Uh huh. You know they're gonna they're gonna play Jumpin' Jack Flash. They're gonna play Street Fighting Man. Uh, start me up. Yeah, start me up. will probably start the show. A little red rooster. <laughs> they're gonna play. They're gonna play ten seconds of Fool to Cry. Everybody just says. Everybody just talks about the Prince one. Well, the Prince one is the best. I mean, yeah, it's really not. It was fucking raining. Close. How could you compete? Uh, the U2 one after 9-11, people really like, but I don't remember it. Black Eyed Peas is an all-time bad performance. Oh, yeah. that, was, that one sucked. Um, the Weekend one, people hated. Yeah, that was bizarre. Oh, yeah, where he's like, he was in a maze. Wasn't it the, that was the COVID Super Bowl, though, so they, like, they tried something. Yeah. Because um, they couldn't have a million people out there with them. 
That Dr. Dre one was actually pretty good. That yeah. one was sick. Yeah. And last year's with Rihanna was good. Yeah, well, then that's the thing is Rihanna's got 10 songs that well, are yeah, just going to make was, a whole crowd pop. Yeah, that's what we were saying when we were watching it. We were like, well, she's perfect for this. Like, nobody should, nobody should complain about that. <laughs> and you know what else about Rihanna is, like, she's weirdly, she's, we've come to a point where she's, like, relatively underexposed. Yeah, she's not, like, at her peak. Well, she's, like, not on TMZ all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's a little more mystique um, than Taylor Swift. Who now I'm more convinced than ever is a Scientologist. Because uh, even though I was sleeping for it, apparently there was a big Scientology ad. Um, uh, Ice Spice was uh, had an upside down cross and was doing stuff with it. So she's well. That's not. That is actually not what I noticed about Ice Spice. I noticed that Ice Spice and Taylor Swift are friends now because of the Adam Friedland podcast. Yeah, there's like because of Maddie Healy. They both fucked Maddie Healy. <laughs> like, right after each other. So good good for Maddie. I should also say that the joke, the one joke that got Maddie Healy in a ton of trouble for laughing at was when oh, Nick Mullins... No, when Nick Mullins said, I Spice, what is she, the Inuit Spice Girl? <laughs> and now... She and Taylor Swift are Eskimo sisters because of Maddie. Good for, good for all of them. Allegedly, because I still kind of think Taylor doesn't have sex with anyone. You don't, you don't, you don't think that she's letting Travis Kelsey eat it up? Maybe. Letting it rip. I just kind of can't imagine her ever having sex with, like, a sexual thought. She's had a lot of boyfriends. Is she in the Barbie movie? No, she's not. Well, she should be, because she is what I I think think she is. I didn't see it. I haven't seen it either. I I did. There, There are, like, a lot of cameos. I'm trying to think now. I don't think so. Is Mr. Beast in it? No. I, I don't think so. He's probably, he was busy recreating Squid Game. <laughs> so, I know that they made Squid Game the game show on Netflix. Is that what you're referring to? No, he would just, like, do... Like, he'd just be like, we did real-life Squid Game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, you, I'm gonna pop a really? cat in the loser. Yeah. <laughs> The losers, gonna, have all, the losers have all signed a waiver. Yeah. Look out for that old guy. <laughs> He's not your friend. And then, like, all the people in the masks that are watching them from, like, the, that fancy room, uh, it's all just, like, Mr. Beast's friends and, like, the guys from the Pat McAfee show. Yeah. It's just AJ Hawk's fucking stone face. <laughs> Aaron, yeah, fucking Aaron Rodgers is in there. AJ Easter Island Hawk. Aaron, 
Fuck that guy, dude. <laughs> I don't even know if he's a bad person, but I just fuck him. I don't the, like the one, just because there's so much McAfee content now, the one thing I did see that I thought was very funny that I sent to the group chat, I forget who it was. It was someone on the Cowboy. But uh, they were talking about, like, the next next season, and he's like, what are you going to do without Dan Quinn? And the guy was like, oh, it's Tony Pollard. He asked Tony Pollard what what, what yeah. he thinks the offense is going to be like without Dan Quinn. And he's like, what do you mean? And he's like, he got fired. And <laughs> Tony Pollard was like, oh, snap. <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea. Damn. That's crazy. Uh, the other yeah, Pat, Pat McAfee I saw up. is, yeah, because he he called out ESPN and won. Uh, he he called out his own employers, and then uh, on Monday he made fun of Bill Simmons. That is nice. true. He did roast Simmons, so I I gotta. He was he was doing a rundown of like people on on FanDuel that gave out the worst like bets like the celebrity betters they have. Oh, oh sure. And like Simmons's like boosted bet like was lost like eighty thousand dollars. And and McAfee was just like, "Great job, Bill. Got a real figured out. I must have missed you at the game." <laughs> Because Bill Simmons did not go to the Super Bowl. Well, he was like, probably the watching time, the Celtics. He's Mr. Vegas. He loves Vegas. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Should we talk about wrestling? We're done yeah. with it. Or do we want to talk about the game? The Super Bowl game? Yeah, we haven't about the game like, at all. Um, I thought it was a... Pat Mahomes has really predicted the score correctly this year because I didn't... Yeah, we didn't... We didn't do picks. I thought about that like right after the game started too. Oh, we made picks. What was the Never. line? It wasn't it like two and a half. It was like two and a half Chiefs. I think the Chiefs. I don't know. Were... And I don't... Yeah, I thought they were underdogs. I know they won, but um, I I couldn't believe. <laughs> That's I, right, I, I know, obviously the Chiefs won the game, but I, I did think it was surprising. I I thought that too many people were taking the Chiefs. Like, just percentage-wise. Yeah, I, I just thought that uh, the Niners are a better team at, like, everything except quarterback. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Their punter was so good. Oh, man, yeah. they had some great, like, like no, not kidding. They had some great special teams plays. Some real, like, get there off were... the couch and fist pump punts. Yeah, that oh. that that close-arm tackle Conley had on that punt return. And Conley was the one who downed the ball at the one-yard line. Even Yeah, two. he had two insane special teams plays. I was furious that they marked that ball at the two-yard line. I was like, what? Yeah, I was so con- do I was that confused. He was, like he was standing on the wall, on the goal line. He made the best play ever. <laughs> it was exactly where he needed to be, and you you gave them an extra yard. I really liked on the clothesline tackle when, like, literally everyone on the field was looking at each other. Like, that's clean, right? Legal. <laughs> like, yeah, like even in the booth, they were like, 
watching it on replay. Oh, whoa. Yeah. They were like, yep, that's absolutely textbook clean. It's just like, because he didn't, he didn't face mask, you know, like he didn't, mm-hmm. he didn't jersey him. He just flipped him over. He yeah. turned him inside out. Yeah, he gave him like a dragon screw shoulder whip. I did kind of want the Niners to win just to see that uh, the Jennings guy get the MVP, the the receiver who threw the touchdown and then scored their other touchdown. Yeah, that would have been sick. Just so I was like, guy. give it to the random guy. <laughs> give it to that one guy. Well, that's the thing is like they were. I felt like they were going to win literally until they got the field goal. Mm-hmm. Because no like that, that the last their last two drives, like McCaffrey was cooking. Yep. Uh, what a beast. And then and then it just kind of sputtered out. And when they didn't get the touchdown, I was like, well. And to think of it all years for the Chiefs to win, this did not seem like the year. Yeah, and that it's it's you know people have said this a million times. It's the best defense he's ever played with, but yeah. boy, it was a messy skills position room. Definitely, like Kadarius Tony, like no fundamentals. I don't know if I've ever seen anyone with fewer fundamentals. Can't catch. <laughs> Marquez, Marquez Valdez Scantling can't catch. Like the idea, like that that whole thing about Cradarius Tony being offsides, and like all they could say is it's not fair that you'd call us for a penalty, and it's like he wasn't he wasn't even it, it wasn't like ambiguous. He was over the line. He yeah, was he, over he was the line, and oh god. But like that's it. Congratulations to them; they really pulled it together. I do think it's funny that people shit on all like on hand for he's like now he's one of these guys that he keeps losing. You know, the big game. But so is Andy Reid until he got. That is exactly what I was going to say. Is is that like until Patrick Mahomes came, Andy Reid, Andy Reid lost his job in Philly because he couldn't get over. Everybody's bad until they're good. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and frankly, he was good because he couldn't get over the hump and still kept that job long enough to get over the hump. You know what well, I mean? Because what? The Eagles with him and McNabb, they what? They lost in the conference championship game like three years in a row and then yeah. went to the Super Bowl and lost the, the, the fourth year or something like that. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Is he's like good enough to to be good? Right, like they're, they're whole, always there. Yeah. Uh, did you see Mike Zimmer got hired? Yeah, by the Cowboys. He's with McCarthy yeah. now. Cowboys DC. <laughs> I mean, he's probably fine as the DC. Yeah. I I just think it's funny that him and Mark, hey, Mike McCarthy guys. are together. Yeah. You guys couldn't. You was just I don't even know what a defensive coordinator gets mad about. But just being like, You guys missed that assignment. Yelling Fill at your Stephon caps. 
yelling at Stefan Diggs' brother. Yeah. Can you actually cover someone? <laughs> You're... Can you just catch? Can you stop, stop half-assing it out there? My favorite, uh, I know Bill Belichick was always like, I've got 15 guys at Foxborough High that can run this route. <laughs> you, you guys are professionals. <laughs> Can't run a 10-yard out. It's always a good bit. Belichick still hasn't gotten... He's unemployed still. I think he's I think he's officially, quote, taking a year off at this point. I thought he kind of... Okay. I thought he signed a television job, maybe, but... I know the Falcons guys came out and were like, we never considered Bill Belichick. It's like, <laughs> never? Never? Like, I, I get think he's not, worth not, a phone I, call. I get yeah. not, not picking him, but never? I mean, like, you guys have won zero Super Bowls. He, he beat you! He's won yeah. six of them. He did the, the 28 to 3! <laughs> yeah, that he was him! <laughs> But uh, uh, that's the Falcons. They suck. Who cares? I laugh at them. They're funny. Let's get. Do you want to get to wrestling? Yeah, Let's we can talk, talk about, about the wrestling. Okay, so I did this afternoon before we started recording. I watched the Okada, Tanahashi, and ZSJ uh, Danielson matches. So I am up to date. Uh, I'm I, I got the news, it's the end of an era. Yep. It's, it's all out. over. He's gone. He's going to AEW. Uh, I had not seen, like, the promo package. I think the promo packages in New Japan are full, even though they're not in English. Uh, they really just give you sort of the tone right. <laughs> of what's going in. Uh, you got to act like a dog. Just That's how you interpret them. Yeah, you use it from facial expressions and tones of voice. You're like, oh, I know what's happening. <laughs> They're yelling. Uh, but I had not seen the promo where he started crying. Yeah. And that was pretty uh, moving. Well, that's the thing is, we've... It, 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 New Japan is close shoot match in a lot of the technique and style but I feel like it's also closer to shoot fighting in the emotionality uh, towards the towards the upper end of the card, certainly. Uh, but like, I've just always been like like the the one I always point to is is Jay White losing his Kota Ibushi yeah, of like that that's the sort of emotion you can really that like New Japan can conjure up pretty regularly that is like kind of unique to them but like i did uh, you i don't know if you would have ever get like that emotional in the ring really i don't know maybe Every i remember Shawn him michael's cries all the time yeah but that's Sean. i'll, I'll i i should also say that okada a crier. That's true. Mm. I feel like it's a little more uh, notable when he's emotional, not because he's Japanese, but but he's very he's very sort of speely. He doesn't get he you can't he's unflappable. 
so what do you think of the match? Um, it was kind of like you know, Tano looked old. Yes, he does look old. And it went, you know, it like they weren't stars in the Tokyo Dome either. Uh, it was just you know Osaka, Okada, Tanahashi. Um, right. It was a pretty regular, mostly crowd carried match, which was what you. Oh, they were hot. It was a really good crowd. Yeah, they were really excited for it. Um, you know, it's fine. It's it's the last one. Right. Uh, it's now. not. Be- <laughs> I know, but it's not better than any. Uh, but uh, I did. I will cop to having gotten emotional. Just a little misty. I got a misty right. twice. When he paused before going up the ladder to get in the ring on his entrance, because he was look, he looked emotional on his walk in, and then he like took a long minute to gather himself before getting in the ring. I got a little misty there, and then I got a little misty when he, I got a little misty when he kissed the turnbuckle when he climbed up on it. And then I got a little misty when he uh, he bowed to the audience and then uh, knelt and kissed the ring. Yes. And you know what? He loves like, it. He loves it. And the thing is, is um, something I... And, like, again, I don't have a lot to say about the match. Uh, qua match. Like, it, it was whatever. Yeah. But the... Um, it kind of made sense to me in that moment that this is a good way for him to go do something. And I, some guys get this, other guys don't. And sometimes it's like circumstantial and sometimes it's like business. Like a lot of WWE guys, they're old. Like, like uh, Kevin Nash did not get this sort of send off. You know what I mean? Uh, like the thing is, is he's kind of he's kind of going like Le- he didn't do it like LeBron. Like he's sort of going out on top. There's like goodwill. It felt good. It felt like like it. You saw how much it meant to him that he was leaving, and um, but it it made sense. It felt like it does kind of feel. It's like when uh, what's his name. The guy with the Back to the Future gimmick. Kushida. Kushida. Yeah. It felt like when Kushida went to uh, NXT, when it's like, this guy literally like doesn't have anything left to do. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, like this... 5'4". Well, and like, part of that, yeah, he's never... Kushida could never become a heavy... And he like held every uh, rain record at his weight, so it was kind of like, yeah, just go try something, man. But the thing is, is like, what record has Okada not, like, what hasn't Okada done? He even got the six-man belts. Yeah. he's Yeah, he's like, had every belt in the company. He's the longest reigning champ. He's, he's six stars in the Tokyo Dome. You know, like, the only thing he has left to do is, like, go somewhere else 
Yeah, see what yeah, you can don't do. Yeah, I hold it against him at all. Nah. Yeah, it, it's a real Alexander wept for there were no more lands to conquer thing. Like, like he's he's the great. He's I don't know if he's the greatest to ever do it, but in terms of resume, certainly. Yeah, he's one of the. He's clearly they built him as one of the great uh, New Japan champs of all time, and yeah. I think, I think it, if not in work rate, definitely in storytelling, um, worked for me. It felt like a Tana sort, kind of felt like a cl- Tana closing a chapter on his career too. Sure, he outlasted him. Yeah, but also like. They, I mean, they, you know, they hugged. <laughs> you know, like, like it. It feels like we're we're becoming a new. New Japan feels like it's getting newer. Yeah, we're we're hitting a new thing now. Naito's a new yeah. era. Naito is like the only the one of the. He's the last like, kind of guy. He was like one of the last OGs still there. Um... God, why am I blanking on so many names right now? Well, it feels like Jingo's oh, yeah. pretty old. Yeah, but um, he's, Jingo's only been around since like 2019. No, I agree, but I'm saying like he doesn't have many years at this level left. No, they got um, They got to put him on in the in the main belts. Let's go. Yeah, they've, they've got. Up. Yeah, they've got. But I mean, they've got a lot. You know, uh, Sonata is a very transitional figure, just in terms of like age. They gotta um, get a CSJ Shingo champ, heavyweight championship feud. Oh, that'd really. be sick! Let's go. Oh. See it? We we can use this as a transition into ZSJ and Danielson, which absolutely rocked. Yep. Uh, yeah, I was gonna get to that. Shit out of each other. Those those were some snug headbutts. As Dude, yeah, the, the headbutts were. <laughs> I was just like, is Danielson okay, bro? <laughs> like, every time I see him take head trauma, I'm just like, seizure. Uh, was it was it ZSJ that like had him in some sort of lock? Like, I think it was him. Where like some of the most ruthless. Elbows to the dome. Like, I mean, yeah, they were just getting after it, man. These guys are really fucking good at their jobs, and they're incredible. I haven't watched this match. match. I can't. Yeah, I can't wait to. I, I their, their first match and the one they had in AEW was incredible. I like I, this I, one more, so I can't wait to watch. But I'm always. A, I'm a sucker for for Japan. So yeah. I just think, like, the Japanese fans are, like, so much more into the holds and shit. Yeah. So, like, for, I think for these two guys especially, it's, like, just a better crowd. What was Osprey's last, Osprey's last match was that massive tag match? The cage match. The cage match, I have not watched, I haven't watched that one. Uh, I don't think he's got another match. Like, Okada does have another match, but. Yeah, but it's not gonna be. The it's not going to be the the Tana match. So yeah, that was that was the match. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I don't. Uh, I think yeah, he's done. People really like that cage match. I didn't actually watch it. I just watched the singles match. I, I decided to play. 
I decided to play Sakura die, uh, Shadows Die Twice instead of watching the cage match. So, who's it? Who's in it? Uh, it's United Empire versus Bullet Club. It's basically a War Games match, I think. Yeah, that's what it look when you sent that when uh, when Larry when you sent that photo of it to the group chat. That is what I thought. It looks. Like I think war. it looks cool. I like the the low the low cage um, surrounding the the <clears> ringside <throat> area. Yeah, it was kind yeah, because it it kind of doesn't read as like a wrestling cage. It kind of looks like a cage. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like it, right. it looks like its own thing. Right. Uh, It'll be interesting. I'll have to check it out. I'll have to watch that one as well. Their gimmick matches do end up being like odd, and they're always like kind of like what I've seen before, but not quite. Yeah. To get it back to the wrestling, I guess I'm just like (laughs) I'm just like interested in where they're fucking going. Right. They've got all they've got all these young guys. Speaking of hair versus hair, by the way, Uemura and Suji are doing a hair versus hair match at the. Sapporo New Beginning show. And let me tell you, it's two great heads of hair. Yeah, it's the... Yeah, right? I don't want either of these guys to lose their hair. Oh, no. Who would look better with a shaved head, though? Probably, probably. Suji. Uh, I feel like Uemura, maybe. I want to... I'd probably mm, say Uemura. Okay. I think Suji would look good with a shaved head. but I have a harder time picturing it. He's got the long, long ass hair now. Yeah. Although you know what, he might be a guy that when Mister Potato just, Head, and he doesn't look scary anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. uh, he's he's gonna rub it in Naito's face. Like this, you should be doing this. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> that'd be this good. Be you. I'm afraid he's like. I'm no afraid problem. he's like Adam Driver. <laughs> or you're like, what is going on with you? He's got a huge head. What a bizarre head. Um, Yeah, I mean, like, look, I think it's a very exciting time because, like, I think the history of wrestling has told us when things are sort of uncertain in the future of the company that, like, that's kind of when exciting stuff happens. Right. That's when uh, they're willing to try some shit. Yeah. Yeah. When they're throw, but like, there's so many that that young line class of Uemura and Suji and all those guys is is <laughs> like five guys that I honestly think could re- like not now but could main event Wrestle Kingdom. You know what yeah, I mean? Sure. And they all mm-hmm. got kind of de- developmentally behind from COVID, so they're all coming into their own now. Right. What's uh what's going on with the Fed? What is going on is everything is going on. Uh we are in the we are building to WrestleMania. We are also yep. building to Elimination Chamber uh sooner, but we're in we're 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 more focused on the, the long game with WrestleMania here. The road. Um, the road. They held a big ol' uh, special super big press conference in Las Vegas that was just more of like a... I don't know, it wasn't a, it wasn't a press conference. It was an event 
where they had a bunch of stars come out and say, yeah, WrestleMania, and then they did a big angle at the end. Uh, uh, because uh, Roman Reigns came out, and he was basically like, Cody Rhodes, you took too long. You don't get to make your choice, even though Cody, because Cody won the Rumble. And then he stepped aside and let The Rock take his spot. Which people weren't into. No, people were pissed. Um, and then Roman came out and he basically said that Cody took too long and that it's not his choice to make anymore and Roman's going to make the choice himself. He said he's choosing to pick to, to fight The Rock. Rock came out, they like high five, like clapped hands, and The yeah, Rock they... started doing a PowerPoint presentation about, <laughs> about the bloodline, which was very funny. Uh, he brought out like a big old family tree. And he's explained to the crowd why they're all little babies. He's called the he called them the Cody crybabies. Yeah, he's Co- uh, he's mad at them. They're babies. He, yeah. And Cody came out and he said, "This is bullshit." And he challenged Roman. And the Rock set called. What did he say? He he said Cody was like. I think he called him a nobody, just like your dad, which made Cody pissed. Cody then said that Roman and Rock's grandfathers would both be ashamed of them, and Rock slapped him in the face. And that was pretty much it. There was a then there was a bit of a scuffle, and Triple H had to pull Cody away. But they're gonna do Cody and Roman again, the the rematch. Try to try to get it right this time. We'll we'll see. <laughs> will the not... story finish? Will the story finish? I. <laughs> I sure hope so. Uh, but it's um, such a strange phrase. Finish the story, Cody. Finish the story. Well, in the Xbox store, they keep promoting oh, the the game. new game, and the, the slogan is... Finish your story. <clears throat> finish your story. Yeah. And it's then all they about were the like, never mind. He's not going to. <laughs> when they were like, never mind. Yes, he is. We, Maybe. We, we trick you. two. But yeah, so now they, it's kind of uh, up in the air of what else is happening. They're doing Cody and Roman. Um, they seem to be teasing a tag match of Roman and Rock versus Cody and Seth Rollins. Because Seth yeah, is also... Would up there, because he's the other world champion. He's the world heavyweight champion. The Rock um, slapped Cody. Did we say that? Yeah, I said that. Okay. And they all, everyone swore a bunch, too. There's all, all this. There's a bunch of swearing. Bleeping. They're serious. But Seth cut a really good promo on Raw last came out, basically told Cody that he had his back. He's, he said he'd be his shield. So there was there was your reference. Um, he's like, I know Roman Reigns better than anyone. He made him part of who he is today. That monster. Yeah, yeah he hit him in the back with a chair. Uh, so it's, that's that's kind of the, the big rumor right now, is that they do that tag match night one, and then I guess both title matches on night two, which is kind of crazy, but I'm, I'm into it, honestly. Um, I don't know if... <laughs> I don't love the idea of not giving uh, 
any of the women the main event again. On, on night one, yeah. Yeah, for the they third should, year I in a row. I feel like they should probably do that instead. But if they're, doing that ta- if they're doing the tag match, though... Couldn't you just have that be the semi-main? They could, but they won't. Uh, it's got The Rock in it, and yeah, all those guys... Know, yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong, and that I, I. I think you're. I think that's the right choice. But I think I highly doubt they do that match and don't put it on last. Yeah. I would love you're if they right. opened with it. Could you imagine if they opened with? It take forty five minutes. <laughs> well, yeah, they can really. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Fun take forever. Exactly. Let Bailey and EO main event. Or Rhea and Becky. Or Rhea and Becky, either either one. They're they're building that Rhea and Becky match strong. Obviously, um, Bailey won the rumble for you. I mean Val, (laughs) Valix. Sorry, I I didn't. You got you got covered up by uh, Larry's auto audio. What did you say? Uh, Now there's a match for you, Val, Becky, and Rhea. Love him, Becky head. Yeah, and Becky's going to be in the (laughs) elimination chamber. Uh, and she's being heavily teased to win it because uh, they're already building that match. Uh, but it's the winner of the chamber will get Rhea at WrestleMania. I guess Rhea does have a title match at Elimination Chamber. She's so I guess she could lose. What if they had both of them lose? Yeah, Nat. Yeah, Natty wins the. Or, uh, not <laughs> Natty. Nia wins the. Uh... <laughs> Natty wins. Natty wins the chamber. That's right, baby. It's Natty's story. So, she's absolutely not going to be in that chamber. Uh, but. But that would. I mean, there's no. There's no way they do Rhea and Becky without a belt. Uh, yeah. There's, there, yeah. There's no. Rhea's not losing in Australia. Uh, is the even that would be, even bigger that would Oh, dude, That'd be on. insane. Well, I guess they could. Uh, it's the right match to do in that there's intrigue all over the place because, like, oh, they could, in theory, like, Naya and Becky have history as well. So even though everyone knows Rhea's going to win, the idea that, like, oh, there could be, it could go the other way because it still makes storyline sense. That's that's the kind of stuff I appreciate. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you, brother. But Rhea and <laughs> Becky is, is the right way, clearly. I think so far, they have half of the women's chamber decided. Is Becky is in, Bianca is in, and Liv Morgan. Um, there was a big thing that, that WWE apparently posted like a graphic on their website that might have spoiled the the other people in the chamber. That was a rumor I was hearing this morning. Um, I remember, I feel like they did that once with, like, what was on the side of the trucks. Oh, yeah, that kind of stuff happened. It happened at the the Royal Rumble um, in the, just, like, the opening whatever. They're going through and they're showing all the people in the title matches. Pre-show shot of Randy Orton just out in the arena. And you can see in the background they're testing out the Titantrons and they just show Roxanne Perez's Titantron. And it's like, oh, well, spoiled <laughs> the surprise of that one. She's going to be in the Rumble. Uh, that, no. Like that kind of stuff. But if those rumors are true, I believe the other three members of the Chamber are going to be Jade, 
Tiffany Stratton and Naomi, which that sounds like a pretty good crew to me. I'd love to see Tiffy do a prettiest moonsault ever off one of those chambers. Let's uh, let's do this shit. Let's go. And on the men's side, people in the rumble that we liked. (laughs) Oh yeah, (laughs) like the last few is the the ones who, the ones who could win. Um, on the men's side, it seems like Drew's gonna win to face Seth, but uh, Randy Orton's also in there. Bobby Lashley and who else has already qualified? L.A. Knight qualified last night, and the last two, um. Matches for that, yeah, are uh, Logan Paul is fighting The Miz for a spot, which I assume Logan Paul will win. Let's go, Miz. (laughs) Root for you, Miz. I think they're going to, I do think they're going to give Miz an R. Because last night on, last night on Raw, uh, R-Truth finally got the hint that Judgment Day doesn't like him. Finally, like as, as he was like about to go out for his match against JD McDonough, and and he tries to call the Miz. <laughs> he's like, Miz, they're gonna they're gonna get me. You gotta get here, Miz. Miz, you gotta help Miz. me out. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, Judgment Day, they're gonna beat the shit out of me. And then DIY came and saved him, and he was like, I can't believe I got saved by D. Because our truth is the best. Uh, Everybody likes this guy. But anyway. I assume Logan Paul will beat The Miz to qualify, uh, and Kevin Owens will beat Dominic Mysterio. Then Logan will face whoever pins him in the chamber, which I bet will be either Kevin Owens or LA Knight. Whichever one of them pins him will probably fight him at WrestleMania for the U.S. title. It seems like you got this all figured out. That's what I think. It's either they go with I mean, it's something for LA Knight to do, or they could do a rematch with Kevin Owens and have him just beat Logan Paul this time. Not punch him with brass knuckles. Just get, they should just get DQ'd again. <laughs> or they, they do a no DQ match. Him. No, I think they <laughs> yeah. should be like, no, I'm like fine getting DQ'd. <laughs> it's, it's fun. Then I can just keep fighting him. I can just beat him up again. Don't you guys get it? I like it. That'd I'll be a take fair... the fine. That's something that only Kevin Owens could do. I could right. I could see him doing doing that kind of dumb shit. <laughs> and it actually be being rules. funny. If there aren't rules, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> I'm uh Yeah, I'm excited to see to see what happens. They've they've done a good job building this stuff where it's like I feel like a, uh for a while there's been um a clear roadmap to where they're going, but they've taken enough turns that it's like, eh, I don't know. They could do some stuff. Yeah, I, I think mean, Dr- it seems like they're letting Triple H cook. Yeah, right? Right, they're doing, they're having some fun with it. I mean, if The Rock is going to be actually having fun out here and not just be a silly man. Like, <laughs> as soon as he came yeah, out in the press yeah, conference, yeah. it was like, this is the guy that we want. It's like, if him just like being around is not cool anymore... Mm-hmm. No, he needs I, I to. He needs care. to be the new. He needs to be the new Vince. Yeah, that, I think that is the that is this is speaking of the way. This is the way. Yeah, he's he's on the board. He's an actual authority figure. This he's, is the golden path. Vince. He's the new Vince. 
presumably not a complete sex criminal. Um. Well. Unknown. <laughs> Jesus. Well, they're just there does need to charge of NXT. Yeah, there just needs to be. Uh, do you could even have a uh, fuck? What's his name? The WCW guy. Bischoff. Yeah, you could even have a Bischoff. Well, Triple H <laughs> is kind of the Bischoff. Well, see, there you go. <laughs> we were talking about this yesterday, and we were that was kind of the. The struggle is like I don't know if there's a good comparison for where Triple H would fit into that if if the Rock is is Vince. He's like yeah, a he's there wasn't a white hat. He's like yeah. a jacked up version of Shane, but also can't wrestle like Shane did at the time. Yeah, <laughs> can't, can't definitely can't jump off of things. He's Mick. Yeah, Commissioner Mick. You're Mick. <laughs> Commissioner Mick, we were thinking about going and drinking some sodas. We're gonna go get some sodas. Sodas rule. Uh, yeah, Wrestle WrestleMania, folks. And before that elimination, the elimination chamber, the chamber elimination. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, that's in a little under two weeks, I believe, and it's in Australia. Yeah, like. Four in the morning. In Perth. Perth. Perth, Australia. 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 But I would be... Perth is uh, the most remote city in the world. Yeah, it's like... uh, I think it's especially over, like, for its population. Because I think it's got, like, a million people in it. Well, I meant, like... I think it's, like... It's a thing where it's like it's the longest overland drive to another city of any city. Right. It's oh. just in the middle of nowhere. Well, not even in the middle. It's on the coast. Yeah. The west. But there's coast. nothing around it. No. <laughs> and it's sort of like I've heard driving there is sort of like the Vegas to LA drive where everyone's just, just going a hundred and forty miles an hour. <laughs> Through the desert. Very dangerous. Uh, very dangerous. I I, uh, I was gonna say, is there anything else we wanted to talk about? Well I was just I was just gonna, gonna wrap that up by saying elimination chamber in a few weeks. It'll be at the four chamber. in the morning. I will be up to watch it live. I'll probably record a, I'll probably record a live react, because why not? It'll why be not? I'm, so maybe maybe we can post that on the feed. Yeah, make content out of it. Went up at four AM. What else is there to do? Uh and then yeah, in closing, I'll say that it 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 reached my attention that that my admiration of Caitlin Clark is is unappreciated by some segment of Twitter. Yeah, people don't like. People did not like your posting about Caitlin Clark. All I said was that I would kill her. Yeah, we we know what you said. I read it. Yeah, I saw it. So my thing posted in DMs. I'm in, and I got <laughs> I got added. 
and needed to explain what was happening. <laughs> I, did, I had to do a, a legitimate not me, bro. <laughs> Just, so, you know, yeah, I'm just you, also, you also got called out for fucking fat shaming Lehman. <laughs> yeah, you did get roasted. I like, yeah, I pretty much as, as pretty much as soon as soon as his girlfriend replied, I was like, oh no. You weren't supposed to do that. <laughs> I, thought, I thought no one would look at this. <laughs> I wouldn't have said this. <laughs> I thought I I thought everyone had us muted. I thought we were shadow banned. Uh, I that was my shadow banning test. <laughs> Just being like, so you can see my posts. <laughs> Well, they could. You're not liking any of them, and you see them. Yeah, uh, nobody I likes just wanted. Post. I assume nobody sees them. <laughs> it's not I my just, fault. I just wanted to. Uh, I wanted to. Well, our tw- our Twitter feed is like the the bearded lady. They're not ready yeah. for us now. <laughs> but in a hundred years, yeah, look they will also. Like this. He will also not be ready for <laughs> This was the account that really changed Twitter, guys. I did want to compare my feelings about Caitlin Clark shooting threes to uh, the passage in God Emperor of Dune where Nyla watches the uh, Gola Duncan Idaho uh, climb a, uh, a wall and, and she nuts. Yeah, he's so good at it. <laughs> she watches a guy climb a wall, and he's so good at it that she literally, in, in her, I need his seed. <laughs> and that's Rick how I feel. Normal guy. Normal. That's the normal feeling I have when Caitlin Clark shoots threes. <laughs> when she does the John Cena, you can't see me. Uh... I can't watch those games. I get lightheaded. It's probably that, you, you. You sound like a set bladder, the FIFA guy that said that if they want <laughs> more people to watch the games, they should wear shorter shorts. Uh, uh yeah, great. Then I say, why don't the men? Yeah, come they on, should. they should be out there in banana hammocks. Bring back the short shorts. They should be only wearing shorts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They they all try to take the shirts off anyway. Yeah, they're and they're color coded the shorts, but you know, just the shorts. What if every NBA game was shirts versus skins? That'd be great. <laughs> I am sort of when you see some of those guys shirtless, they, like I consistently am impressed by how not cut some NBA players are. Yeah, just some regular looking guys. Like, I saw Kyle Anderson with his shirt off. Huh. That's <laughs> it, huh? Like, clearly functionally strong. Yeah. But it's like, oh, look kind of normal looking guy. And that's whereas, what everybody says about Mahomes, too. Yeah, whereas Rudy Gobert looks like he's chiseled in stone. 
Have you seen that guy? He is skinny, but when you see, like, if you ever see those photos of him, like, doing preacher curls, you're like, oh, damn. (laughs) He's like Jack. (laughs) Anyway, that's all for the bum ankles. We'll try not to leave you for so long. But people were having anniversaries. There's a a trade deadline. and All right, another one in the bag, fellas. Thank you. Thank Hooray. you. Tell Craig to stop. Hey, stop it, Craig. 